Welcome to Project 88 Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. On today's episode, we talk about time. What does it mean to you? Is it real? Or is it just a man-made construct? Can you really lose time? Join me today with a special guest from the public interview side of things, Puff, as we ask ourselves these questions and more. Also, quick shout-out to Dom, Dragon, and of course, Cassandra, for supporting me throughout this whole project. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Project 88 Podcast. I'm your host, AC, and I'm here with... Christopher Wallace, or Curtis James Jackson III, or Adolph Thorne Jr., or Puff. Wow, that's amazing. So many names. Which one do you prefer to be called? Uh, Puff. Alright, I like that. The shortest option, the safest option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel there's like a lot of Christophers out there. There's a lot of... Adolphs? Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a couple famous Adolphs, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be mixed up in, in you know, the wrong crowd. Yeah, of course not, of course not. <laughs> um, We're back. We're back. We're ready for... Yeah, it's been what, like... Over, a little over a year since the last podcast episode. For those that are really curious, uh, life. Life just gets in the way. I did want to take a, a year hiatus, but... Oddly enough, everything lined up. I mean, we're like, you know, overdue by a month, so nothing too crazy. Or technically two months by the time this comes out. But, Puff. Yes. Tell me a little bit. You record the public interviews, correct? Yeah. How is it? I want to know how, what goes through your head when you go up to to people. Is there like a certain thrill of not knowing what the outcome's going to be? Of talking to certain people, it's like, oh shit, this is either going to be super funny or someone's going to get punched in the face. Bro. So, most of the time, when I would walk up to those people and ask them, like, yo, would you want to do an interview? I would be thinking, okay, this guy's going to say no. I'll just have to tell him, have a, have a nice day afterwards, right? So, I'm already preparing myself for failure. So, when people would say yes, I'd be like, what? Let's go. Hell yeah, we got somebody. Fuck yeah. And then, when I'd ask them the question, sometimes, bro, people would give us the worst answers. Bro, I know you remember that one dude in, that was from Detroit. Yeah. That said he fucked his fucking girlfriend's neighbor or whatever, bro. What was the question you remember? I was like, oh, what's oh, the most fucked up thing that's ever had, that you've ever done? Yeah. And he was some shit like, um... <clears throat> excuse me. He said, um... Oh, yeah, my fucking... I fucked my girlfriend's neighbor or something like that. I don't know, some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. And I just... Bro, I knew it was total cap. You could just tell in this guy's face, he was like, oh, man, fuck, I have to come up with something now. <laughs> These people are recording me. This is gonna go with somebody's TikTok. Oh, man. <laughs> And I just, <laughs> I knew instantly, like, you're just capping, bro. It's yeah. fucking so stupid. But I, 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 I enjoyed it. I enjoyed those public interviews a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of people enjoy it. Uh, there was uh, the Shit Bros one. That was really cool. Oh, the Shit Bros. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Oh, and that one dude, uh, the gonorrhea dude. Oh, yeah, the dude with the fucking, oh, my God, with the penis tattoo, bro. What the <laughs> fuck was this guy's name, bro? I mean, Some stupid ass dick joke. I oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> I remember the joke now. He's like, he's like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like if you want a five star experience, I have a tattoo of five stars on my penis. Yeah, uh, that was a really funny experience. I I love going out and recording those. Yeah. With you, uh, mostly because I don't know, like you just you just make it fun. It's really entertaining. But outside of uh, before we dive into the main topic, outside of doing the interviews, you obviously have some uh, some daytime jobs, right? 
we talked about it earlier. You well, not on the podcast, but earlier in the day, you used to work out Old Navy. Oh my God! Yes, I did work at Old Navy. For and oh, you're out. So this is the first job I've ever had after high school. I've never worked before. I I was dreading the job. I was like, bro, I'm gonna quit as soon as I get the job. I hate it. And I only got it because I wanted to, to have at least a spare money in my pocket, right? My brother. Yeah. My brother just got out of prison and shit like that for me, so. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I just want to have money in my pocket because I'm dead broke. Like, I just graduated from high school, no car, none of that. Mm-hmm. And I I worked there, and I followed the rules decently for, like, the first two or three months. And then after a while, I was like, fuck that. And I just started stealing from them and shit. I fucking grabbed yeah. the – every morning I would come, yeah, and I would grab a bottle of Dunkin' Donuts from the refrigerator. But that's the, that's the most stealing I did, though. I never stole anything important. Like, I never stole a so hoodie. So they had food in the break room, and that's why you stole No, no, no. It was in the break room. It's out in the front next to the register. Oh, so you I got in, the checkout. You take it out, and you drink the shits, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I, and I would take one every day, and I'd drink the shit, and it would be amazing. But I remember which flavors and everything because it was so good. It was mocha and vanilla, bro. Gas. Dunkin', <laughs> low dun- Dunkin Donuts bottles, bro. You sell them at McDonald's. Yeah. My bad. Send them at fucking Publix and shit like that. If you want to buy one, get one. Shit yeah. is good. But Duncan, if you're listening, <laughs> slide through a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, and one day they sat me down and they're like, so. They and they had they sat me down. They had me explain to them the rules and shit of the store. Yeah. And he was trying to be my friend and my homie. And halfway through it, I was like, bro, I've seen enough YouTube interrogation videos to know this motherfucker's interrogating me, bro. Yeah. This guy is interrogating me. Yeah. And then he goes... Putting you in a kill box, bro. So then halfway through it, he like... You know how people... You ever seen that meme of the guy? He's like sitting up straight. And then he gets all serious and he leans forward. <laughs> That's what he did. He was like all calm and relaxed as he leaned forward at me. Mm-hmm. With his hands together like this. And he was like, so you know the rules. So why did you do these things? And they had me sit there and admit to drinking the bottles every day and shit. And they made me sign a little piece of paper saying that I did that shit. Wow. And now I know that if that ever happened again, I could be like... No. I don't want to do that. I don't have to sign anything for you guys. Fuck you. And I quit. Because what I stole wasn't enough to be like a fucking felony. Oh, and that's what they made you sign? Like, yeah, they made me sign like saying that I was like fired and I'm like, I'm not allowed to go back to that old Navy ever again. Shit. <laughs> to any old Navy? No, nah, just that one. Oh. I mean, it's a learning experience. And does do you know if that's like in a record somewhere? No. It's just like an old Navy records probably. Hopefully. But nobody gives a fuck about no fucking old <laughs> Navy records. I'm not going to apply it anywhere and then be like... Old Navy, bro. They said you would steal it. I'd be like, I don't believe it. Not I don't me. know what you're talking about. Not me. Today we're gonna talk about a really imp- important topic. I would say we're gonna talk about time and what time means to you. Well, time is like our own conception. So first we have to define what we believe is time, and then losing it would be, I would define it as wasting it. Like not time going away that you can never get back. And like it, that's like more of a negative sentence. I feel like losing time, because that's you're viewing time as something that like is gone and you can never get back again. Uh, earlier in the in the in the episode, I had uh, someone answer, "What does time mean to them, or what is their definition of time?" Okay. So, I wanted to ask you, what what does time mean to you? Like, the idea of time itself? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well... Is it a man-made construct? Is it real? Is it... I think the passage of time 
like as we experience it is real you feel me because we can see the sun rise and all that and the mm-hmm. sun is the, the, the planet is moving mm-hmm. meaning that there's motion constantly right and that's obviously only going forward and that's what I would perceive as the idea of experiencing time but we as humans just labeled it with what like our numbers are you feel me like we're like oh what time is it 12 o'clock you feel me all that type of stuff right but I would say don't you ever notice that at least for us I, I know it, it's different depending on the region but uh, for the east coast like 7 o'clock today would be sunset or yeah sunset not like 8 o'clock actually yeah and then tomorrow would be like 8.15 or 7.45 like it's never the same 100% yeah the calendar is not always like pinpoint accurate like if you go to one phone and another phone and then you're like put an alarm for whatever time like five o'clock in the morning i'm pretty sure one phone is going to go off seconds before the other one so clearly there's no exact set time that everyone follows but is that because we're all slightly off by a little bit but would that alarm thing really happen because they both set them at the exact same time or would it be there's like a second delay between the person putting it on I don't think it matters. Like, if I put that nah, alarm nah, nah, on look, at if, 6 o'clock and someone else puts it on their phone at 8 o'clock, it should theoretically put it at the ex- it should go off at the exact same time. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm tripping. I, I was thinking more like a, like a timer. Mm-hmm. You know how timer seconds matter for timers? Like, if you put on oh, yeah, obviously. a timer, every second matters. Yeah. That's not how alarms work. I'm tripping. Alarms would work that as soon as it hits that time, mm-hmm. you'd have to sound. Yeah, and there's a. I wish I had. I could just whip out the sources. People, in the media, are like some people are really good at that, where they could just like say the sources on. Like, they're like, oh, on this document on the February twenty eighth, this, this, and that. But from I remember a while back, I watched a YouTube video, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that if if you get two people, and you set up a watch, a timer, like you said, mm-hmm. and they go and live their their entire lives, when they come back like towards the end, they're their watches are going to be slightly off. So, like, the theory is, like, theoretically, if the watch is, like, has, like, un- unlimited power, mm-hmm, and it doesn't, it's never going to die, you never have to change the battery, you have to worry about that, it was, they'll still be off. Because maybe person A goes on an airplane, and he's, like, traveling in different time zones, and the speed, and whatever. There's a lot of factors. And sometimes, it just is. Like, we perceive time differently. Like, don't you ever notice when you're at work, or like it's the last hour before you clock yeah, that's out. That's how I. That's how I think time is as well. Like you feel me, it's just how you experience it. Like how mm-hmm. you're in the moment feeling. Yeah. Cause I could I could go out to the fucking to the park with my friends all day, do some fucking stupid ass shit like play dumbass football. Some but you feel me, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. That would feel like about five minutes. Yeah, minutes. You, like literally that old saying. Um, time flies. Time flies when fun. you're having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like earlier today, even uh, we went to the gym, and I and I told you I'm like, yeah, like like our, like we're leaving. I'm like, damn, that was, that felt quick, huh? And you told me you're like, no, it did not. Whoa, I didn't say it like that, bro. <laughs> Don't say it like I wasn't hanging with you. Come on, bro. No, no, you you you're 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 a mean fighting machine, bro. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's no quitting me, bro. No, that's true. I agree. <laughs> but but I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that everyone's perspective. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, like exactly that situation was. I felt like it took like. Two or three hours, we were there, mm-hmm. and you had said it was quick. I was like, "Damn, bro, it mm-hmm. felt like fucking three hours." It felt, like, it felt like an hour, yeah. But damn. Um, but why is that? Why do you think? If you had to put an answer, that's like a, I, I would say it's a psychological thing. I don't think it's more like a anything in the outer. Yeah, like a concrete. Answer. It's more like a, yeah, exactly. It's more like a thing in our brains, probably. Mm-hmm. My experience, I know that 
if I wake up at four or five in the morning, yeah, that day is gonna feel longer than if I work up like at eleven or twelve, you know. Yeah, I I would add to that by saying that sometimes when I wake up earlier in the day, the days feel longer. The day feels longer, but it feels like I had a full day. Mm-hmm. So it feels like what a day is supposed to feel like, as opposed to when I wake up at like, because I'm a lazy motherfucker, like one o'clock. You feel me? Like if I wake up at one o'clock and I go to sleep later that night, like one a.m. That's 12 hours. Oh, my bad. My bad. That's 12 hours. But if I woke up at, like, 11 and I went to sleep at 11, that's 12 hours as well. But I'd feel way more refreshed and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it varies depending on the yeah. on person. What does the phrase getting time back mean to you? I don't think you can get time back. That's not really anything you could do. Mm-hmm. Because there's no such thing as going back, you know? Like, let's say you're in a relationship with somebody, and then you guys split up for six months. Yeah. And then you get back together, and then, like, one or the other, you guys are spending every nearly every damn day together. And you, people ask, like, damn, I always see you with so-and-so. And then you're like, well, you know, we're just trying to get our time back that we missed out on. Oh, you mean like that? Okay, well, I don't know. I think at that point, you're just making more time. You're not getting anything back. Because you already experienced that time without them. At that point, you're just building upon more time with them. Mm-hmm. And what about the phrase when people say you're wasting time? How can you waste something that isn't necessarily yours? I think wasting time is a like it's it's like an idea of when, let's say right now, we 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 try digging a hole to some filming to get something underneath the ground, right? Okay. We spend hours and hours on it. Mm-hmm. We get to the bottom, we don't find what we were, what looking, we're looking for, for at all. Yeah, that is a waste of time because you didn't reach your goal. Right. Because there's no, there is no wasting time if there's an end goal that you know you're gonna achieve. Okay. Well, I would uh, counter argue. Let's say, let's say I love gardening, mm-hmm. and I spend my whole day working on my garden. You know, getting precisely the right water amount or, or whatever, so be it. Uh, and I spent the whole day doing it. Yeah. And instead, I, I could use it to go to the gym, to read a book, to to catch up on some work. Like, is that considered a waste of time, or or is it because I I'm doing something I I truly enjoy that it's I'm using my time wisely? Yeah, I think because at the end of the day, it's your time, and if you want to do it then that's not a waste of time. A waste of time is if when you do something that you feel has no meaning at all whatsoever. Right. But if you're doing something you enjoy, it's not a waste of time. You're enjoying it. You're experiencing the moment that you're you're enjoying it. And say enjoy a couple more times. So you would <laughs> say that work like working a nine to five job is a waste of time. No. But you just said if you enjoy it it's a good use of your time. Yeah, but it doesn't mean just because you're using, just because you're not enjoying it as well, can't be a good waste, uh, good spending of time. Because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, there's a, if there's an end goal to it that is a good goal, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Right. Like you're gonna get paid at the end of those that nine to five, you're gonna get money, and as much as people want to say that money doesn't matter, money's pretty important, bro. Me, you feel me? I, I don't know about me or you, but if we didn't have any money, we wouldn't be able to f- do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely an argument there. But I would say, let's say you work like for a certain company or, or in a certain industry that you're not really, quote unquote, on the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're one of the, the bottom people that 
that you know do you clock in clock out and yeah you do get your money but there's people uh, benefiting from your work on the top getting even more money because of your work well i work for a retail store right now as of right now and i like i said another earlier, different I work, one yeah yeah i work for another retail store now and i used to work for old navy you feel me so yeah i know what it's like to work for people who are just gaining money when I'm getting paid literally yeah. not even like a quarter percentage of what they're making mm-hmm. which is obviously even, even if I did make a, like a half of a quarter of what they were making bro I would be balling because that's how much money they make wow. I wouldn't even make like a percentage of what they make and I think that <laughs> I forgot what you said can you go ahead and say it again what well, was the I question I was going to say if if that's the case, then wouldn't that be a waste? Oh of yeah, time? yeah. Well, no, nah, because if you're at work and you're the whole time thinking, "Oh man, I should be doing this," or "I wish I was doing that," to not be wasting my time, then try going to do that. Hmm. It's easier said than done. You feel me? Because I could, I stay at work all the time and I sit there thinking about all the things I could be doing, all the things I want to do, all the glamorous lifestyles I could be living, all the millions of dollars I could have in my pocket, but. Everybody starts from somewhere. So if you really want to do something and live glamorous life, it's reality. It's not fake no more. You feel me? You can't look at your phone and expect to be like that. It's reality. You have to work for those goals. Is I do have to ask. Is this really you talking, or is this what you've been brought up on that is correct? That's say? my idea. Yeah. That's not an idea. That's not a. That's not something that was ingrained to me by my parents or anything. I think working hard is the easiest way to make it mm-hmm. and it's not a way, bad waste of time no matter what right because let's say for example with that knowledge uh there's an individual that's going to college or university you know mm-hmm. and every year or every two years they're like ah like i don't enjoy this major let me switch my major into something that i think would either make me more money or make me happier mm-hmm. well usually it's 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 the latter ah, man, I, I fucked up. I, I picked the wrong one. Let me go again. By then, they've been in university for five years with no diploma. Mm-hmm. And in their minds, they've been taught by either the parents or, or whatever, you need, a, you need a college degree. You're not going to get anywhere in life without a college degree. You need a college degree. But like, there is jobs out there and opportunities uh, that that individual is striving for that doesn't necessarily need a college degree. So, for example, if they want to work in the food industry, you know, they wasted, and I use that word lightly, uh, they wasted their time work uh, at school all those years when they could have spent it on, on first-hand experiences, working at, at restaurants, working for catering, working for, you know, so-and-so, you know? Yeah. But because they've been switching majors around and they have nothing to show for, really, then they wasted their time, even though they're doing it like the way society says is the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, do you think that like he's wasting, or that she or they are wasting their time? Or I can't speak for other people's experiences like they for me. I'm not I talking about anyone in specific. I'm just no, I know, like, I know. But like if, you brought up an example, and I yeah. would not. Personally, since I speak through my experiences in life, I have not gone to college. I didn't go to college. I didn't decide to go to college. I didn't want to. Right. And I made my own choice. If a person decides to go to college and they have a bad experience and they feel like they was a waste of their time, well, then onward and and forward. 
There is nowhere else to go but forward. If you really hated your time at college and you have a degree and you want to do something else in your life, like, I don't know, follow a career in acting, do whatever, you feel me? Like, yeah. your dreams. If you want to follow your dreams and you feel like you wasted all those times before, then use your life experiences to go forward. You didn't so, waste your time if you use your life experiences to move on. So you're saying that, like, let's say that person that want to be an actor or actress, uh, they didn't waste their time? Like... They could have started straight out of high school and gotten more roles, more experiences, more, uh, like more stuff under their belt. But because they spent it on what they think they were supposed to do, uh, it kind of wasted their time. That they, like you said earlier, they can't get back. Well, that that's just their fault at that point. You know, like I don't really, I don't know what else I could say to that because mm. that's. If you feel like you did something and then you at the end of it you experienced it and you're like oh man I wasted my time. Well, look forward like I said earlier. Look forward and learn yeah. from your experiences. And keep Try, going. Because yeah. what's the point? What's the point of sitting there and being like oh man I I went to college without having this degree for nothing. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. No, you shouldn't do that. Because yeah. it's not about what you could have done. It's what you should be doing. What you should be doing. That's a good point. You're you're basically saying that they should be optimistic because. They in that time it's not a total waste because they made friends they they learned stuff they otherwise wouldn't uh, they had good experiences that if they didn't go they then that wouldn't uh, they wouldn't been able to see otherwise yeah and um, episode it's very circumstantial you think yeah and to add to that also um, it doesn't really matter what age you are at to follow your dreams you could follow your dreams at whatever age you are some people take years and years of their entire life doing oh, yeah. something and then. They turn out to be 40-year-olds, so nobodies with nothing to their name, and they want to do something with their life, and they somehow pursue it, you know? Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you want to follow your dreams, you if you do what you want to do, and you're good at it, and you follow your dreams, there's there's no purpose in in waddling in the regret that you could have been doing this, could have been doing that. Just try. Just keep moving forward. My, my favorite Mike Tyson quote of all time is him saying, um, trying and failing is still doing more than the man who didn't try. That's that's very well spoken. And that's that's true. Mm -hmm. If you try and you fail, you already did way more than you would have done before, even if you didn't try. Mm -hmm. And when you fail, I don't know about other people, but when I fail, I like to think about what I did wrong. And if I want to go ahead and try again, I try again, knowing that I failed once, use the experience of how I failed to build further on to mm -hmm. not fail again. Right. Yeah, it, it it could be hard, especially for people that are, I, I would say in high school, because yeah. it's crazy to me, even when I was at that age, it, it was always crazy to me that you have to raise your hand and ask permission to utilize the, the bathroom or the restroom, and and literally, you're called down to your school counselor or guidance, whatever, and they're like, okay, what are you going to do with your future? Do you have to pick? Like, they make you feel like you're obligated to pick right there and then this one big decision that would decide the outcome of your life and it's crazy you're asking i'm i'm gonna be honest like literal children what they want to do for their whole life like bro like i you're asking the same child that you guys make ask i'm using i'm saying ask a lot you're you're telling that same child that asked to use the restroom because of your your rules and your guidelines to make this literally life-changing decision on the fly that's not enough time you know and it's crazy because it's like how how are they gonna know if they spend most of their time in a in a 
four by four, four by four, whatever, in a classroom setting. Yeah, know, right. Learning about shit that, well, honestly, like could be considered irrelevant depending on what, uh, where your school district is is mm-hmm. teaching you. And then you have these people that, like I said earlier in my example, you know, I, I'm trying to pull from real life experiences without exposing anybody. But you get these people that think do what they think they want to do. And halfway through, they're they're either they're miserable. They're mm-hmm. like, "Fuck! Like, I wish I didn't go to nursing. Like, this shit is harder than I thought. Like, like there is easier ways to help people and and uh, and even higher paying jobs. Like, like, but you know, just because I say that doesn't mean that monetary gain is is the goal. I'm just saying that's what they want. Bro, realistically, monetary goal is always everybody goal. Realistically, yeah. I mean, you'll be surprised. There is some people no, but that, yeah, there's that some people say who want to do it, and then that. there is follow through. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, that person, you know, does put some actions who, behind who, the words. There's some people who want want to do it as like genuine, need like wanting to do it. But like I would say, like a like like I know it's ironic, but teachers. Yeah, like, I, was, I was literally just thinking that right now. That like, teachers, some teachers, you can tell when teachers want to do their job, mm-hmm. and then when they don't want to do their job, and they're just getting paid. Yeah, and it and it's it's crazy to me for the. For what you the second half that you said, they don't even get paid a lot. So it's like, bro, literally, they're just there. Fucking go work at the at the DMV if you want to look miserable. And yeah, they're just fucking miserable. pissed. They're yelling at teenagers about how annoying and loud they are. Yeah. Well, it's your damn job to sit with us all day. Yeah. Try to make the best of it. Yeah. And it still sucks too because if I was the teachers in that position, the forty year olds and nobody who fucking didn't follow their dreams, mm-hmm. fucking sitting around walling. Forty years old is not even that a fucking old. Let me put it older, like fucking sixty year old men, women. Uh, everything in between sitting there being like oh man I fucking teenage kids are all annoying and then this fucking snotty nosed 15 year old goes into class man fuck you you suck teacher yeah. I'd be pissed too I would be pissed too yeah it's like it's 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 a double edged sword with that type of situation you know cause the teenagers suck and the teachers suck school sucks in general yeah. that's the point of it mm-hmm. uh, do you have any experiences when you were in school Bro, I had so many. Do you remember that thing that if you put your finger in the circle motion with the three, like this, and it's like, oh, give me oh, a neck. like under, under your knees, I think, or under your yeah. waist. Bro, whatever it was. The joke. And apparently back in the day, that used to mean suck my dick. Wow, I had no idea. And I, threw that, I did that to a teacher, and yeah. we were doing it in class to do the neck thing, and he said to me, he said, um, if you did that around my wife, you wouldn't walk ever again. And then I was like, <laughs> what? And then... He was like, oh, what do you mean, what? And then he made me go outside and call my mom. And my mom doesn't speak English. Right. Because she's a Cuban immigrant. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad saying that. That's so fucked up. <laughs> not, not, that, not that there's anything wrong with being immigrant, bro, but... It's the truth. Yeah, yeah. It's just Nothing the truth. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it just... I don't know. Oh, man, I feel racist now. No, this country oh, is... It's literally based on immigrants. <laughs> yeah, I'm an immigrant. But whatever. We're not talking about immigrants. Yeah. So, he... I called my mom and he was like, tell your mother that... You were in my class being disruptive, and then I'm going to send you back to middle school. Because I was a freshman at the time. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I sat there, and I had my mom on the phone, and I started speaking to her. And I was like, oh, yeah, mom, he's saying that, um, that I'm just talking a lot in class, that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not behaving well. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, okay, we'll tell him that you'll behave better eventually. And I was like, all right, mom. Because mm-hmm. I, I just totally lied to her. I didn't tell her the truth. And then that same teacher, right. that next year, Got my sophomore year, no, no, my sophomore year, was in um was my I had him every year of high school because that was my you know how in high school you had a class that you'd have to take for all four years uh yeah, I mean, if yeah. you were in the ROTC program that was a, that was a yeah, class. yeah that yeah that's a good example okay and I had mine was engineering and he was the only engineering teacher we had oh no 
and <laughs> sophomore year, bro, it's like every time I had him for a class, I was the worst class of his entire like school year. Yeah. And I guess it's probably me, if I'm because if there's a common factor in all of his years where he had a bad class, mm-hmm. I and was you, in and it. You were in that game. I was in it, so it was probably just me the whole time. And until this jacket, still remember him calling me out and getting fucking mad at me, being like, like I remember sophomore year, I was fucking fucking around. He separated all of us. He pointed at me, my yeah. my two friends. And then he's like, "You're the worst Adolf in no, history." No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called me the worst Adolf in history. Yeah, like, he pointed, there's no one worse than. He was racist, so he probably did love the other Adolf. <laughs> he, probably, he was probably like, "Yo, I loved Adolf. I love that guy. That guy's awesome." You're you're tarnishing his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so, so he pointed at me and my two other friends, and he goes, "You that corner, you that corner, and you that corner." Yeah. As if wow. we were fucking five year olds. He's, he's that diverse, shit, like you know, like splitting you guys. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. You know? Whites and over here, colors over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Adolf <laughs> like would do, right? <laughs> like an Adolf supporter, bro. He would drink two like liters of Diet Coke every day in every the morning? office. No, 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 every day. I'd see him in his office fucking <laughs> chugging away a big-ass bottle of Coke in yeah. the fucking little break room. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, back to the sophomore year story. So when he separated us, <laughs> I was in one corner looking at my other friends. We were just I was, like, talking shit across the class. And he caught us talking. Like, he caught us fucking around across. From, from across the class. Yeah. And he was like, that's it. I am tired of this. You three are the reason why this future, the future of these children is messed up. <laughs> bro, and I was like, yo, there's no way this guy is telling us this. Like, this. bro, I didn't think teachers would ever say this to a child. Yeah. And he's like, bro. He, Did he say any racial slurs? No, nah, hell no. I've never heard him be racist, but I saw him, like, be kind of racist, you know? Yeah, like, be, nicer, bring a- be nicer to the white girls. And- <laughs> look, look, look. So he fucking, he was yelling at us, and then he pointed at me, directly me in the face, and he said... You, I don't know, I've only had you for two years and you're only a sophomore. Mm. If you keep going like this, you'll never make it anywhere in life. Mm. Bro, literally straight out of a movie, that's the stupid shit rappers be talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, They're like, yo, my teacher told me I'd never be shit. Like, bro, like, he really said that to me. Yeah, when you hear that in, in like movies or like I'm like, movies. bro, like in my mind, every time I hear that, I'm like, man, no dumbass teacher would say it to the kid. <laughs> bro, so teachers would just roll their eyes. Bro, that happened to me 100%. I was like, bro. <laughs> And I was so pissed, bro. My little stupid fucking 15-year-old brain was like, punch the floor. I just started punching the floor in anger in the middle of class, bro. Some kid next to me was like, yo, chill out, bro. <laughs> it's not that deep. Yeah. So, some girl grabbed me. And that same and day, like, I went to lunch, bro. And uh-huh. some dude was looking in front of me. And like, like some dude was just standing in front of me. And he looked back at me. And I was looking him in the face. And in Spanish, he goes, what the fuck are you looking at? But like whispering it to himself, I suppose. Uh, mumbling. And I was so pissed off about the teacher. I was just about to fight this kid at the cafeteria, yeah. bro. I was like, yo, you're a bitch. Just cussing <laughs> him out, just being a dick. I'm like, yo, we can go to the bathroom right now. We can fight it out. Uh-huh. And, and you, what happened? Man? Nah, he just pussy out. The kid didn't want to fight. And the kid was like, yo, stop, bro. Stop. And he was talking to me <laughs> in girl, Spanish. Some girl out of the blue ran up to you and they're like, puff, this isn't you. Come back to earth. Just, <laughs> just more shit. Nah, in high school, girls didn't like me, bro. So no girl would ever ran up to me and told me some shit like that. <laughs> nah, bro, nah. If you went, to, if you were in high school, but what you know now, you you get all the ladies. No, you were with other ladies, man. <laughs> yeah, you called uh, me the tripod back then, right? <laughs> they, they they used to call you the tripod because it was like you had three legs. Yeah, Just yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, this one's <laughs> definitely gonna. I need to put like an age restriction. Yeah, it's crazy. A few of my friends from high school don't like me no more. I mean, that comes with life. I yeah. Think. Like people just naturally drift. 
Yeah. And that's why it's so beautiful. Like that's bro, I literally love it. But for some reason, back in the day, like before two thousand, the years two thousand, every person in high school, I looked like they were grown ass people. Like, people. <laughs> bro, literally. Like now, nah, I don't know though, bro. Look, when nowadays, if you really like, look back kids. at nah, bro, I don't know. Do you remember the kids that were in our grade? That had yeah. full grown beards that were jacked as fuck. Oh, I, bro, do you not remember any of the football no. players, bro? Do you not remember the? Six I remember, players? and even back then, I'm like, these are uh, these are kids, these are children. Why? Well, it's because we're, bro. Like, do you look at the people you're our age now, and we're like, oh, these are the grown ups. I was already thinking about this the other day when we were in a middle school. When we looked at the sixth graders, we were amongst other sixth graders, so we were like, this is what we all look like. Yeah. So we're used to it and as we oh, age yeah. with the other kids. We kind of had like a face, like I don't want to say blindness, but like 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 we didn't see how we yeah. were aging, mm-hmm. but we would see the eighth graders and we'd be like, yo, they're so big and they're so. But we were growing in like when I was in eighth grade, I was already taller than I was when I was in sixth grade for sure. Yeah. But I was still this fucking <laughs> growth fat little loser, bro. And nah, and um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're beautiful. Bro. Yeah, bro. Whatever, bro. And um, we would um. And we would look at the kids and be like, yo, those fucking high school kids are fucking insanely old. Yeah, like, and then when I got to junior year, I'm like, bro, those fucking seniors look old as shit. And then when I was a senior, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? And then I look back at it, bro. When I was a senior, when I was 17, no, nah, my bad. When I was 18, graduating with you, with us, yeah. bro, I already had a full, like, forearm Jeez. full of tattoos and shit. Yeah. Fucking, I was, I'm, I was six foot. I was like 250 pounds. Nah, nah, well, 250 is a little too much. I was maybe like 230, 240. Mm-hmm. I'm a little fat motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? No, but, no, no, no. Um, I was, I know, you feel me? But when I was in sixth grade, if I would have seen myself in that, at that point, I would have been like, yo, I'm a grown ass person. Yeah, that's a man right there. You feel me? So that's, well, not a, I wouldn't say a man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you feel me? So that's the way I see it. Like, we just think of how we look. We don't see ourselves as any older or anything like that. But when we when we have kids, those kids are gonna be like, "Yo, you looked old as hell." Mm, I mean, yeah, I, like I, I definitely it's see your point. We see our age. Yeah, I know. I, I get what you're, what you're saying because there is that meme where it's like when you're like, it's it's so hard. Like it's so hard to like describe a meme to somebody. I'm not even gonna try. But it's <laughs> like definitely I see like when you're in sixth grade, high schoolers look like adults. When you're in high school, they look like like kids we yeah. look like and then, and then and then when you're when you're in college or, or you're example. past that age if you look if the people who if we look at the kids who are who are in that grade point now like when if we look at like high school kids we'd be like bro those are fucking teenage children, children yeah but if we were a couple years younger than them we would look at them as you feel me those are the big kids no i the the reason i i bring that up is because during my junior uh school year we had a teacher that showed us a video of one of their classes in like in the late two in the early two thousands or the late nineties. And was it the one on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, I seen that video. And it's literally. You can see Mr. Serrano in it. Oh, excuse oh, yeah. me, I didn't mean to mention well, any well, teachers. I'm gonna black that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you you look, and those are f- people in the, in the, the same grade. And they look like straight up adults, dude. Like you know, like people make that joke, like oh, like in movies or TV shows, like those teenage kids never look like teenage kids. Those are that's a thirty year old, bro. When I'm telling you, when I saw that YouTube video, I'm like, those are men, like those are men and women, bro. bro it's because you know that they're old grown ups now. No, uh, like I don't think that really affected. It was just more like that's crazy how like each generation. I guess it, yeah, but they look, look they look younger. If you look at a kid from. The 1920s, the fucking paper boys. 
Those are some old looking ass kids. Yeah. Those look like little old men, bro. Yeah, no, literally. I also think it's because you, yeah. I think it's also because of the way life has gotten easier, easier and safer. Not safer because it's still pretty dangerous, still pretty yeah, bad. But it's it, like, yeah. I mean, we're not in times of where no electricity, no. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So there's no technology all the time. Yeah. So people look. People aren't really as disheveled, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like, they haven't gone through like the the pains yeah. of life as as much. Yeah, they don't have to like. But I don't know. I still I think my point still stands. You know, like I I will still stand on that point that um. That I think it's just because we are looking at ourselves in our own eyes. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just the way, time goes for different yeah. people. Yeah. Well, I'll see how. Oh, well. See how bright it back? That's how you brought it. Yeah, right, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. Full circle, baby. Let's go. I love the topic of time. Yo, I'm going to be right back. I have to take a pit. To go back on the topic of time, I I wanted to ask you in a more spiritual sense, not what time means, but how time and uh, and dreams correlate. Because I feel like some people uh, have stories of them predicting, I'm sorry, predicting the future uh, because of their dreams and then they get this feeling of deja vu and they're like wait a minute like i dreamt this before like i'm getting deja vu like i've been here before yeah like i, I there's points where i'm hanging out with friends and they stop in the middle of our conversation just to point out bro like i'm getting deja vu like you literally asked that question before and, and then they like freak out for a second and they're like okay that's cool and then we move on and then we continue our conversation do you have any experiences like that yeah, actually, I do have a lot of experiences like that. I have a lot of dreams that sometimes I dream them, and they give me, like, not, they don't give me a warning, but it's more like uh, I pick up a, a, a message behind them or a meaning behind them, and it's it's like a it's like a warning for my real life. Do you have any immediate examples? Um, you don't have to get too personal if you don't want to. No, it doesn't really matter, but, like, yeah, I have a pretty good one when I, um, I have a lot of dreams. My most reoccurring dream is... Somebody is driving a car, and I'm the passenger, yeah. and we're on our way somewhere really fun, like in like, in like a destination that's like, we're on a journey, right? Yeah, like you're going to Rolling Loud. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> like, no, most of the time, it's either we're going to like a beach or like somewhere with water. Yeah. Like we're going to somewhere with water. Okay. And as we're driving, they, they just mess up, and we drive into water. Mm-hmm. And that's the car gets messed up and we're drowning and whatnot. You feel me? But we never die. Mm-hmm. But it's just we hit the water and we're in the water. And I and I ended up looking that up and that means that I'm feeling a a strange change in relationship between me and this person. And I've had oh, a few okay. I've okay. had a few dreams like that where in real life it's genuine where I'm like yo this person is acting different now. I don't really. But I also think I don't think that's predicting the future. I think that's my brain more like. Trying to tell me, interpreting, yeah, exactly. Trying to tell scenarios. me, oh, like this person is, is gonna change up on you. This person is gonna be different now. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's a good example, like not mm-hmm. not good examples. But sometimes it's a good indicator. Yeah, it's a good indicating. Like I've had friends with that happen, and instead of changing for a bad thing, our friendship has leveled up where we are can we're like closer. Family. Or, yeah, exactly. It's more like it's a good time, good thing sometimes. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's really good. But I've had dreams where it's like more of a meaning. Where I I have to where I hear it not I hear it, I see it in my dream, mm. and and then like in real life it reflects upon the dream, mm. and I think that's also because like it's I think it has to do with time you know. Like I think it's a person from the future coming into my brain telling me that I'm gonna experience this. 
<laughs> that's really cool. That's a really good. No, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think I that think... at all. Wait, that intro. Were you gonna say something? Huh? You said that's not what I actually think. Oh yeah, that's not what I actually think. I actually think that. Um, I don't know because most of the time when these crazy mysteries that none of us can explain are so common, I always just think that shit. If we don't know yet, we'll fucking find out eventually, and if we don't ever find out, whatever. I think it's your subconscious. I, I I agree with that. I do believe it is your subconscious, but I don't know if it could really, you know, tell you how the future would happen. Right. So I also think that it's um. I also think it's when you experience things, mm-hmm. your brain probably thinks it's dreamt it before, mm-hmm. but it's probably just a very similar experience to what your brain would have uh, otherwise picked up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think dreams are huge. Uh, part of of the human experience and, and people's lives because I I could already tell you from personal experience that I've had big decisions in my personal life and that a dream uh, I had a huge um, how do I say like a huge uh, help in my option yeah so it helped me decide like what I what I would follow through you know based on the dream yeah so that's just i feel like dreams for the most part because there's some crazy dreams that are like unexplainable but for the most part i feel like dreams are just bite size or like your brain trying to process things for for you and explain it to yourself in a more obtainable format uh-huh. so like when it's like when you, when you mentioned before you driving off a cliff with someone into oh, a body of water yeah and then it's like it's like that's your brain telling you that this person is either gonna be like quote unquote your ride or die or someone that's uh, uh, getting disconnected with you. You know they're going a different direction. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. believe you said ride or die. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going. You yeah. use that in a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Marvel. my ROD. It's a Marvel movie. I'm gonna put it in my bio, bro. I'm gonna right. put ROD and then I'm gonna put your name. I appreciate that. <laughs> but it's if I could talk in a more adolescent sense. Uh, when I was younger, isn't it weird that like you would have dreams about somebody and then you would wake up having a crush on that person? Yeah, like I I have an idea for that as well. My idea of that is because I've had that experience happen to me before, and I think that it's because that you think when you see this person in real life, you're sub you you subconsciously think that they're attractive. Okay. You don't like con you don't actually one hundred ten percent consciously have an idea. Oh, this is an attractive person, mm-hmm. but you see them and you you might think in the back of your head, oh, this person good looking okay and then one day you fall asleep and your brain is just your brain brings it up out of nowhere because you have i don't know I, your brain is a is a crazy mystery yeah and it does crazy things all the time yeah, it's so. really complex yeah huh it's really complex yeah so right. i just think your brain brings it up to you and your dream is interpreted that way to where you wake up one day and you're like damn this person is actually like i have a crush on them now so mm-hmm. I just think it is your subconscious bringing it to light. Yeah, but it's just cr- it's just crazy that yeah. you've literally never talked about the person or you've never even, you know, like you said, seen that person that way. Or, yeah. And then boom, like, you have a dream about him and it's game over. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, that's like a phase because, like, I've, <laughs> I haven't had that dream since, like, I was, like, I was... I think, that was, I think that's something you like, would have had, like, growing year. up in middle school and, like, yeah. high school, middle school because you're around people all the time. So you the see, The same like, people, yeah. the same faces, yeah. That's not really something you could experience as like a person out of high school unless you go to college or like. I mean, I would have to talk to more people because a lot of the people that I know that are in college, university are like already in relationships. Yeah. So like, I don't think it really applies to them. I'm yeah. Not, you, know, you never know. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> the depiction 
on dreams and time in cartoons. There's just one cart- uh, episode in SpongeBob, really like the early seasons, you know, like the yeah. golden age of SpongeBob. I don't know. SpongeBob is pretty good from beginning to end. Really? I mean, good thing it has ended. Then. Yeah. No, There's actually, isn't it close to ending soon? That bro, every year they say the same. No, thing. they're gonna make a Sp- Patrick spinoff, or they already made. They already it, made it. They already made uh, two spinoffs: the Camp Coral one, where they're kids in, in the summer camp, uh-huh. and the Patrick Star show. Okay, so I'm pretty sure it got canceled. Already. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I but, hope it got canceled, bro. That shit would have been ass, bro. I don't want my I don't want my my youth to be growing up around that, bro. Yeah, it's like where where is it in the timeline? You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is but, it canon is it not canon <laughs> you're like come on like I need to know my Spongebob <laughs> canonicity and for the episode that I want to bring up it's the one you know the one that Squidward uh, has a time machine he's somehow? like future 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 that's exactly future. the scene I want to talk about cause when I watched that it gave me such a sense of dread hello Yeah, as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? It's like, is this where you go when you die? Like, is it just nothing? What do like, you think happens when you die? I think... I, I, I like to think that your brain is like... Because there's a thing where it's like your brain's alive for like seven minutes after you're dead. Yeah. Because like the, the blood is still vomiting or something. And I like to think that... that kind of like with the whole like sleeping thing. Mm-hmm. It's like... When you sometimes when I take a nap, I wake up and I think like hours have gone by, and I look over it's literally be five minutes on the dot, and it's like bro like I'm so well rested I'm so energized it's crazy. That's never happened to me. Really? Whenever I take a nap, I take a nap for fifteen hours. You should try taking a nap with your I'm not even joking laying your back on the floor, and your, your legs feet your feet up. Yeah, yeah, I've heard people talk about that before. You should definitely do that. But the isn't that like a military thing? Uh, it, it like originated in the art and the navy, uh-huh. and then it's just like it, it turned into like a trend for certain groups. But the reason <laughs> it sounds like some alpha male shit that Andrew Tate would talk about. <laughs> the top G's would do that, bro. That's crazy. I was gonna say that. Uh, so your brain does a good job of of making like short periods of time feel like a long period of time. So maybe your brain picks whatever afterlife so like you said like we said like we've been talking about subconsciously it picks the afterlife that you want it picks the afterlife that you think you deserve you know and then that's why people have experiences where they're like oh i saw the light oh i died and i came back and i saw heaven uh or maybe it is because the you think our brains is confusing bro the universe is confusing i think everything is confusing. our own oceans bro it's confusing like It's crazy. It's like literally, I would say it's a crazy world. It's, it's a like crazy... It's like that Socrates saying. You ever heard that yeah. Socrates saying where he's uh, true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. That is beautiful. That's well Yeah, said. it's literally the truth. But we, we all, we have this idea that we know everything about yeah. everything. But we don't know shit. We literally thought... We're literally creating our own ideas, bro. Yeah, we literally thought that we were the center of the solar system at one point. Bro, people thought the planet was flat, bro. <laughs> well, some people still, some people you still know, do. You know, you know, we're not going to get into that because I know you're flat earther. AC, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you got me. <laughs> that's the real purpose of the podcast is to prove flat earth. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, see, that's why it's called P88. Mm. Yep. I don't know the correlation between that, but it sounds, sounds about right. Going to what I'm trying to say is that it could be that your brain is just giving, like making you pass 
on yeah safely or like nicely you know or it could be literally you go to whatever afterlife you begin you believe in and that's the outcome of infinite have you heard those stories where people have dreams and it's like days months go by they have a whole different life and they wake really i've had dreams where it's like i'm having days experience but i'm not thinking these days go by no but like they wake up and they're literally like yo that's wait that that was that was all fake like a friend of mine and they're they're questioning reality they're like is this the dream and the other one's real life like and then they there's reports reports of them saying like oh I, i miss my wife in my in this dream or like i miss my friends and it's insane to think about imagine if this is a dream to you this is a dream i'm not saying that but imagine if it was what if be, this was a dream of somebody be, else is reality and we're just and as soon as they wake up we're disappearing that's oh, what death is or i would say like they, they <laughs> imagine disappear. that's what death is it's some guy sleeping and he wakes up and we're all just gone that is you know there, <laughs> there is like a uh what's his name uh lovecraft like story about that i that, love hp lovecraft hp lovecraft there's a monster like you know like one of the cthulhu types but like yeah. hi, like in the higher ups and the lovecraft lore that he it all like the whole story takes place in this one one uh demon or like devil monster monster's dream <laughs> yeah <laughs> monster's dream yeah I wonder what he's dreaming about. What if he wakes up and we all disappear? We, we're living his dream. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yo, you ever heard of the stoned ape theory? Uh, well, enlighten me. Okay, so I I think this is the theory, but I'm not I'm not 100 caught up on the Joe Rogan lore yet because okay. this is where I heard it from. Okay. And Joe Rogan, from what I heard, this, I heard. This I, I, I don't here. mean to interrupt, but I just love how we're like not breaking the fourth wall, but we're literally talking about another podcast in <laughs> our podcast. Excuse me, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but uh, so he said that the that the universe is created, that humans were created because one time a, a monkey, a, a monkey ate shrooms. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Had and a he, we got, he, we got smart from that shit, and I. I don't know, bro. Maybe that's just some fucking JRE DMT exit bullshit, bro. But uh, that sounds kind of true, bro. Because how else would you explain the evolution of human thinking? Mm, well, there is another theory that what? I want to tell you about. So they say that by the time, well, was it Neanderthals that when they uh, started, they started eating uh, cooked meat. Like we're cooked by fire. Joe Rogan talked about that. They too. the stomach something in the stomach changed and like it it shrunk, and because I guess the body somehow had more space and, and it wasn't worrying about the stomach area, it put it it put like all the muscle. I'm probably explaining it terrible, but it put all like the extra muscle in the brain, and then that's how we started evolving because we were able to eat better food. See, but the stone ape theory goes back before that. Oh, even it before. goes to when we were like it's a combination. monkeys when we were apes. Yeah. Like when we were still scratching our nuts with our fucking feet paws. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Maybe it's both. Maybe we're both right. Maybe or maybe we're both wrong. that if we wake up one day and we're just all monkeys like Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. what if that's the reality of it one day? I wouldn't mind. You know, I've I heard think a, I would I, like being like, I could do backflips. I stuff. heard a crazy thing on uh, TikTok one time about um that when you go to sleep, you're, and you wake up, you wake up in a different reality, you don't even know it. Because, how would I, you know because you go to sleep? That makes sense. I've, I mean, not that that makes sense, but I've had that same thought. Yeah, but I don't I, know. That's I, I don't bullshit, I, bro, because you still have your memories of everything. and well, You know what? That's the other thing. How do you know your memories are, are true? Maybe it's 
a parallel world, but... I don't know, bro. It sounds like such just, bullshit, bro. I think people just, just want to make everything different. interesting. At, but maybe things are just slightly different. Like, yeah. like you swore up and down that you put your keys here, but you wake up and they're slightly to the maybe left. Maybe that's just you being stupid and you're forgetting. If you go to sleep, like, the, the, the key thing, if you put your keys somewhere, you take a picture of it, and you wake up the next day, I promise you'll never forget where those keys are. But what if... What if it, it is move slightly. Then you lot your logical side would be like, "Oh, someone moved it." Then. Someone yeah, moved, I like, suppose. Yeah, but like at that point, if somebody moved it, my instant thought would be, "Yo, they might still be here." What the person that moved? <laughs> yeah, it? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're like you know, a brother, or a family member, or your your girlfriend. Yeah, or the microphone didn't pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say when you brought Joe Rogan. I know this is off topic, but there is this meme that to this, I love this meme that. It's uh four it's four pictures. It's him interviewing an alien, and it's like Joe Rogan asked the alien, "You ever tried DMT?" <laughs> and the alien pauses and he goes, "From the solar system," and Joe Rogan's face is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love "He's like coming and stuff." He's like, "What?" Oh, no, can you imagine <laughs> like DMT from a different solar system? The DMT in the in, in on Earth is fucking. Bro, that's crazy. Man. DMT is just a chemical that you have in your head already. Yeah, I and mean, you. Sh- it's to be honest, bro, I don't know if I'd ever take anything like that. I've taken really? acid before, but I don't think I'd ever take shrooms or like. I bet I feel like shrooms is safer. It's healthier. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's like me personally, as a me, I don't really like psychedelics. I took acid, and I know acid is not a good experience for psychedelics. People yeah. say shrooms is way nicer because it's man-made. It's chemical. Yeah, yeah, and it's like fucking. I'm, they're trying to turn me into Charles Manson with that type of shit, but not. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. The, you don't know the Charles Manson story. Uh, uh, he was part of Project uh, uh, MK Ultra. MK Ultra, yeah, MK Ultra and Pro- not Project Eighty Eight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say Project X, but that's a fucking movie mm-hmm. about high schoolers throwing a party. It's a good movie. But I meant to say, uh, yeah, the MK Ultra shit, where they just fucking fed him acid and stuff. But I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not true. I don't know. I haven't done my fucking Charles Manson. I'm not up to date with my Charles Manson lore. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's a, a place in Vegas that has a locked a lock of his hair. Uh, like why the fuck would you want a lock of Charles Manson's hair, bro? bro there's murder buffs. That like are obsessed. Bro, I, I, can we talk about that? With I Ted. think people who are obsessed in like a uh, glorifying way of the, those type of people are absolute weirdos, bro. Don't say that because the person I'm with right now is loves like. Yo, listen, I'm not trying Ted to be Ted Bundy with that, and, and, and uh, listen, no, it's okay to like be like think they're insane and cool, bro. But once you start like like fan like think fantasizing like like fangirling, fan like bro, you know how people fantasize. Look, I'm guilty of it too. I'm fan. I'm I'm fan, I'm guilty of fantasizing. Cause I'm a big fan of like Italian mafia history, like New York stuff and all that type of stuff. I'm a big fan of old school gangsters, right? Okay. So me, I glorify you, it and I don't... think it's badass and cool. But some people do that with serial killers, and I think that's absolutely weird because. But I, I've I've had instances where they get horny over that serial killer. Exactly, that's weird. They're like, mm-hmm. yo, Ted Bundy, like when Ted Bundy was like, really oh, like strangle me, hit me with like a crowbar. Like when Zac Efron was Ted Bundy, everybody was like, Ted Bundy was so hot. Like, bro, yeah. what? Are yeah. you fucking crazy? Or when Richard Ramirez was in court, you know people send him letters or they want to like love them and stuff. Like, yeah. Are you crazy? That's not. If right. this person was in front of you right now, they grab you by the neck and kill you. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. It's. But such... yeah, I think glorifying circular is a little is a little crazier than me glorifying the the, the mafia mobster. people because mobsters are like cool slick hair. But I'm being biased to be honest. Yeah, because they're both. They're you know, both like, killers, like I'm but... looking at it from like a perspective like like movie mobsters, but real life mobsters suck that. <laughs> like for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm supposed I'm guilty of glorifying criminals as well but serial killer glorification is weird mm. like Jeffrey Dahmer no thank you that guy had a frozen head in his closet in his not his closet in his kitchen that he would fuck no thank you yeah definitely 
Definitely not appetizing at all. But to oppose that, I love horror movies with a lot of gore and killing and stuff. And I love serial killers in those movies. Yeah, oh, like Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of like, that's really one of the tattoos I want to get. I want to get a Jason Voorhees tattoo somewhere on my arm. Yeah, that's that's fresh as fuck. Yeah. Would you get, like, a Freddy Krueger scratch on you or not? Yeah, actually, I wanted to get a Freddy Krueger uh, glove right here. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy those movies. I love those movies. I, it's weird that I grew up with That's those. a weird contrast, though, right? I think that the weird, like, people who obsess over serial killers is like like not like non-fictional ones that's 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 where you draw the line but like fictional ones yeah i think it's because it is fake it is fake like freddie you'll never experience a real life freddie even though that is based off something real you know that right is it yeah that people that people were all in like a town teenagers were dying in their sleep and that's where the guy um west craven got the idea from but i'm pretty sure it's not because of fucking some dude in his with a fucking sweater vest was killing you that's fucking crazy yeah that's horrible but I think with that, I want to ask you one final question before okay. we, before we head out. Did um, and I like going back. It's not a natural transition, but going back to the first questions that were asked. It's when it comes to your perception of time after this episode, after this conversation. Is there anything you see differently? Is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I do actually, because before today. Mm-hmm. And this is not something I, you told me today while we were here during the the filming of this podcast. But you like told me earlier the in the day, ride. when yeah. we were in the car, you said that 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 uh, I had a a friend. Yeah, that they had said that um, they um, like video games. Right. And that yeah. and I, my before that you had told me this, my idea on how when I I would tell myself all the time when I'm playing video games like oh man I feel like I'm wasting my time, mm-hmm. and I'd beat myself up about it, but I still do it for me because I'm a fucking masochist. <laughs> <laughs> but I. I um, and then you today told me like, oh, this person they say they like playing video games, but they don't think it's a waste of time because they're doing something they love, and I think about that too as well because, at the end of the day, if I enjoy it, why should I be mad at myself for doing it, even if it is not really the most um productive, productive thing? Hmm. At least I'm as long. I also think that as long as I get something productive done throughout the day, it's twenty four hours in a day. Hmm. You're asleep. I'm asleep for eight to seven hours of that most of the time. Hmm. So if I do. If I go to the gym, hit the gym for two hours, or I read a book for an hour, and I do all these extra, but it's still not enough time for me to fill my whole day with all this productivity. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm not, I'm not a big shot. I'm not Andrew Tate. I'm not fucking busy all the time. Yeah. You know? Oh, fucking Andrew Tate. I can't believe I brought him up a second time during this stupid ass fucking podcast. No. Whoa. Whoa. Not the podcast is stupid. Nah. But I meant Andrew Tate is fucking stupid ass. Well, we just lost like half of our followers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Andrew Tate is stupid. What? <laughs> They're like, wow, they're not, they're betas. <laughs> they're <laughs> That's not, not geez. They don't have Bugatti's. Yeah. But whatever. So, That's I, really... I have a lot of time to do things. And mm. in my free time, I like to fucking play video games. Yeah, man. And that changed my idea today because you told me that. Thanks. Yeah, well, it's because I had a, oh, shit. We're shaking no, we, hands. we just shake hands. We just shook hands off camera. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can't see us, but we shook hands. Period. Yeah, period. <laughs> not off camera. <laughs> I was going to say that there was... With the story you brought up, I had a coworker, and uh, yeah, am I allowed to like get in, in specifics? Whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. They, in their conversation, they mentioned that when it came to to how they see time, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a waste of time if you're doing what makes you happy. Yeah. Cause, what's the point? Like, it's this argument of you work your whole life, and then you have what retirement, ten, twenty years. Like, 
why couldn't you spend your whole life like that doing the things you want to do and there there are workaholics out there that that do enjoy working and that even when they do retire they just get a different job and a yeah different i know people, people i know bro at my job right now one of the security guards is uh, a retired federal agent he told me that he was just bored of being home all day and he didn't have anything to do i mean i would tell him if travel it doesn't nah, he even... said that he his job was traveling. Like his job was to damn. Imagine being bored of traveling. I, nah, his, I his job was to travel from place to place mm-hmm. with criminals that were being ex- like uh, like moved from countries. Yeah. So like, if a guy from America was found and he was wanted in Italy, yeah, deported, and they deported him, he'd have to go with him because he's a criminal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a real job or not. If he was bullshitting me, but I just explained what he's like. I didn't do any research. I didn't try like checking him. Is he Hispanic? Yeah. No, yeah. no, nah, not really though. He's like he's like American, but he's like. Like, he's, like, a second-generation Hispanic. Oh, okay, because I would say Hispanics do love to... Yeah, yeah. Like, if he had, like, like a thick Cuban accent, I'd be like, (laughs) oh, excuse me. No, you didn't. (laughs) Nothing against Cubans. Bro, nothing against Cubans. You know what I mean, bro. (laughs) I just mean if he was a fucking 40-year-old man. Not 40. My bad. I keep bringing up that age. 60. If I was, like, if he was, like, a 60, 80-year-old man, he was, like, when I was younger... And like if somebody was talking like that, I'd be like, "No, you didn't, bro. No, you didn't, because <laughs> no, you wouldn't be working here, bro. Your retirement fund would be out the ass fire." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know, because I feel like you know sometimes people do like to overhype their yeah. own stories to boast a little bit. But that that is a pretty pretty cool job. I mean, I would say like going from traveling, uh, busting in international criminals to. Working at a was it a clothing uh, like a retail store. retail store yeah is, is we can't disclose where though it's a bit of a step down I yeah would say. no it's not just a bit this is, <laughs> my retail store is like the worst of the worst like it's the gutter it's like if <laughs> like old navy was like cool suburban not, bro there's nothing cool about any of this bro there's nothing cool about those jobs they all suck yeah retail but it was like this cool horrible. fucking high class fucking maintenance people like everybody was super pressy everybody was super fucking clean nothing was wrong with the store mm-hmm. we had to fold every shirt of the store but this other place is just more like do your job and get the fuck out nobody cares no no it's not damn I hope nobody hears that from my job and they listen to this and they're like damn what a dick they really think about this they, he thinks about this job like that I I mean bro we're at the one hour 17 minute mark yeah I doubt they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah right they're not gonna go this far in without being like oh you know I'm kinda tired of hearing this guy talk <laughs> well, yo can I tell you um my bad do you wanna finish now no no go go, go. Uh, I wanna tell you um earlier today I talked to you about the week last weekend's UFC event okay I knew said to bring talk to you about later and I wanna just tell you now because whatever it's inspirational it's pretty awesome go for it so what where are the fighters they remember yeah do I remember? I can tell you their nicknames and everything, bro. Yeah, Come go, on. Go, go, go. So, UFC 278 mm-hmm. was last weekend, August 20. Nah. What day is today? The 26th. All right, so it was the 22nd, I believe, four days ago. Uh, okay. Saturday. Was that four days ago? I believe so. No. No, it's not. <laughs> like six <laughs> days ago. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? The math doesn't matter. Whatever day it was, it was that day. I said that's uh, what I. <laughs> That was like five days ago. Okay, so the guy that he fought, his name was Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. At that point, he like not nah, not that point because even right now I still say he's one of the best fighters alive, mm. and he was being considered as the greatest at his weight class ever, right. pound for pound best. Literally everybody was talking about it. He's, bro, nobody thought this other guy was gonna beat him. And first round comes, and the dude wins the round. Right, mm-hmm. Leon Edwards wins the fight. The guy who won was Leon Ed Rocky Edwards. And 
after the first round, the other dude was just dominating from second round, third round, fourth round, and up until the like last minute of the fifth round, my guy was absolutely out wrestling him, making him tired of shit, broke him completely. Yeah. So bad that the corner every time the the, the fight stopped, the corner wasn't even giving him advice on what was going on in the fight. They were just telling him like. Like, yo, you got to stop feeling bad. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Get in it. Like, you feel me? Like, so it was like a Rocky story. Like, a real-life Rocky story. Yeah. And he was just down in the dumps. And the last minute of the round, right, 24 minutes of his entire life. I mean, the twenty, the most important 20, my bad. The most important 24 minutes of his life, he, he had just flopped. The most important moment of his entire life, he was fucking up. He was not about to become champion. One more minute, he would have lost everything he ever worked for. Mm-hmm. And he landed the most clean, perfect. Of a le- of, he faked the left, and the guy is a bo- He said that the guy is a boxer normally, so he would dip his head to dodge to right. the left, no to, to the right to the, his right. And the guy would. And the guy, as soon as he dipped to his right, Leon Edwards kicked him in the fucking face. The most clean, most picture perfect head kick I have ever witnessed live at any UFC fight. Mm-hmm. And I've been a UFC fan for about two years now. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. And it was absolutely beautiful and amazing because it's so inspirational, bro. This guy was literally moments away from everything he ever worked for in life. His dreams, his aspirations, his goal. His dad dying when he was 13. His mom putting him in MMA uh, in MMA classes when he was 17 to keep him out of the streets from being a, a street dude. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's British, right? So there's only ever been one British UFC fighter. So there's so much pressure, so much weight on him. And everything is going like shit, and he's still, and he's in the octagon, and he's, he's like you could just visibly tell that he's broken, like he is a broken fighter who has nothing left in him, and he throws the last minute hail mary kick, mm-hmm. and it lands. That is truly inspirational, bro. My guy absolutely went nuts when he won. Nah, he was running around nah. the octagon, crying, yelling, "Look at me now!" He was saying like, "To anybody that doubted me, look at me now!" Pound that's, for pound, who? Awesome, pound for pound, who? That's awesome. And then he said, headshot, boom, dead, pound for pound, what? <laughs> and it was just amazing. Like, yeah, bro, the moment was so good that I looked at my brother and I gave him a hug. <laughs> like, oh, bro, like, I'm, like cause I can't even explain in words how important that moment was for the UFC in general because it was that guy, Kamaru Usman, I think even right now he's still considered better than Leon Edwards is, even though he lost to him brutally in a knockout. Because he was still winning the fight. Like, if, if that didn't happen, he would have won the fight, still been the, the champion, and he would have been considered the greatest of all time at, to this point. Yeah. But Leon Edwards proved otherwise. And I just think that's absolutely inspirational. That's why I love the sport of UF, like MMA. And that's why I love the UFC and all these combat sports. I love boxing, too, because it's just a good storyline. Most of the, like, it's just always good and all it's around. Real. Yeah, it's like just really inspirational most of the time because you can see underdogs who are absolutely doubted their whole life come to be somebody, you know? <clears throat> and, and it's through hard work and yeah. sweat. It's just... Yeah, you can't, like, you can't fake like it. It's not like people being lucky. Yeah. You know. It's like people really... Like that guy practiced that mm-hmm. left head kick. Like that's a combo he's known for. It. Yeah. So he knew what he was doing when he threw it. It's not like he got lucky with it. Yeah. It wasn't like he closed his eyes and swung to the fences and exactly and just best. knocked them out. It's like he really went for it because he knew that if it landed, he would have gotten it. Yeah. And that's why I love this sport, bro, because it's just amazing. I love that. Yeah. I agree. And now I hope when they rematch, if Leon Edwards wins again, that's that that proves the story's that, even greater. It's set in stone. It's set in stone, but it, they fought. That was a rematch too. Yeah. So they would, and Kamar Usman beat him the first time. Hmm. Second time he beat it, he. 
Leon Edwards won by knockout. And then the third time, I hope they do the fight very soon. And man, I love Kamaru Usman. I would love for him to win because that would solidify him as the pound for pound greatest fighter ever I'm really happy in his weight class. But I would love for Leon Edwards to win even more because then it would set in stone that that knockout he got and that win he got was very true. It wasn't just a fluke. Well, Puff, I got to say, Leon Edwards is here today. He's right behind you. He's been behind you for the past. Oh hour. my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, Imagine one, one day. fucking go crazy, bro. One day, bro. You're... Nah, bro. You don't understand. If I ever met Conor McGregor, John Jones, fucking Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson, any of those people, bro, I would go absolutely shit ball shit yeah. for the. But I don't even know what I was just saying because how fucking excited I'd be. You'll explode. Yeah, I would. Shit, you'll like, shit yourself. You've never seen me fanboy for anybody, but that uh-huh. for like Conor McGregor or any of those people, because I'd be like, oh my fucking god, you're really that guy. Like, yeah. bro, like, it's insane how much I love this sport. Yeah, no, that's, that's why. Good. I, that's why I'm glad I brought up at the end though, because it would have we would have spent the whole podcast talking about this. <laughs> and when he got up, he didn't believe it either. Like, he woke up and he was like, no way. Yeah. Because to that point, nobody ever knocked him out. Like, he was only yeah. defeated one time, and that was like early, early on in his career. Yeah. So he was unbeatable for me. So for somebody to knock him out and take that away from him, he was like, "It sounds no way." No, like that fight looks like it was like when a immovable object meets uh, uh, unstoppable force type thing. Bro, look, that fight was so crazy that I was already on my phone texting my other friend, saying, "Oh man, Kamar Usman is already beating him. He won the fight." Like the minute before the fight, like I t- this fight showed me that you can never doubt anybody until the fight is one hundred percent over. Yeah, because. The minute, like, as soon as that fight was about to end, I was already texting my friend, oh, man, that's crazy. Leon Edwards just lost. No. And nope. No. Fucking, yo, anybody who put, who put money on Leon Edwards that night won so much money, too, because he was an underdog. They must have fucking, they were clenching, bro. They yeah, were they sweating. Were like, Fuck, oh, my God. And, and they then, were probably so pissed he was losing, and then, bang, head kick. That's perfect. Being there in person must, yo, that's probably the loudest crowd reaction I've ever heard, too. Yeah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Shout out them, bro. Uh, they they sometimes have fights here though. Huh? Yeah, they sometimes they haven't had one. Have in you? Miami, uh, but uh, would I don't you? Would you? Had one in Miami actually. Uh, but in Florida. Yeah, they had one in Jacksonville this year. It was pretty good. Would you go? Would you Bro, ever make the trip? I was you gonna had go to the one. In, I was gonna go to the one in April here. Uh huh. But I just couldn't have. I couldn't go because it was in Jacksonville and I didn't have the money for it and stuff. You know, tickets are expensive. Like you. Have oh no, dude! Like are you kidding bucks. me? Yeah. And that's like aisle seat, like yeah, that's like the worst seat. Like and the want, nosebleed like section. Bleeds. Yeah, like yeah. if you want to get a good ticket, you gotta be fucking Dana White's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know Joe Rogan personally. Yeah, you gotta know Joe Rogan personally. You gotta go know John Anik and all them people personally too. Yeah, you nah, gotta be best awesome. buddies with all of them. That's what's up. You gotta know the you gotta be in the coach's corner. That's how you get the best seats. No, you literally gotta be one of the workers. <laughs> you gotta be the fighter. You gotta be the no. You gotta be the camera guy. You gotta be fucking bro. Yeah. The camera guy has no stress on the planet. He just gets to sit there with the camera. <laughs> Recording the fight and just following the fighter, watching yeah, it the whole time, and try to like maintain their excitement. <laughs> Yo, drop if I was a camera guy, I would have dropped the camera. You would have, you would have, like a football. Like, oh, oh, you would have my camera in the air. You would have thrown that shit on the ground like if it was a football. And if a fighter, I, if I fighter, I, I love would lose. I throw the camera at the guy. I'm like no, <laughs> I did with it. An assist. <laughs> <laughs> say is that the production i'm pushing for the production you know quality not quantity and with a lot of projects like 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 any project at school or with work it takes a while it's not like a one-day thing 
So it's not going to be the regular format of every episode, like one episode every week. But I I do want to interact with you guys. I do want to hear more of what you guys have to say, you know, more topics to talk about. This week we talk about time. We did uh, mirror off a little bit, but I am more than happy to continue uh, having open conversations, you know. And if you uh, want to come on here and promote uh, whether you're a singer, songwriter, actor, you know, even like a firefighter, librarian. Anybody who's interested. Come, please, stop by the the Project 88. You're always welcome. Yes. And and we'll have a talk. Uh, this year, I want to sh- give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Cassandra, Dom, Dragon, Dexter. You're all amazing. Thank you so much. Hold up, I have to shout out my sponsors too. Go, go, ahead, go ahead. Shout out my sponsors, Guillermo. Malanga, mm-hmm. Felix, Yin, yeah, and my guy Miguel. Yes, I love all of you equally. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you had a good time. And before I sign off, don't be afraid to ask questions. Follow us on all social media platforms. Here. Yeah.